Hello, hello. Welcome to Made For You. My name is Dom. I, as previously mentioned, honestly, I can't even begin to share how excited I am. Um, Hopefully this setup works for y'all. I know it's, I'm trying to make it work for me. I'm sitting up so straight (laughs) Um, and I'm sitting so close to this microphone because I want to make sure that everyone can hear me. You know, I've been making reels the past couple of days. I've made like the teaser video, um, the video of the setup. I just really want to make sure that the audio is like crystal clear. Can you hear me? Um, So yeah, that's my focus (laughs) Um, for this first episode is just to make sure that I am creating a structure that feels uh, comfortable for myself, that feels productive for you all, um, and that we really start to build this space together. Um, Again, this space is dedicated to healthy love for all. Um, I definitely have been in and have witnessed and see all over social media this concept of toxicity inside of romantic relationships, even in uh, relationships with people and their family and their friends. And, you know, I just want to be a part of the conversation when it comes to people structuring their mindset around what healthy love looks like for themselves um, so that we can all actively take steps towards um, creating that for ourselves. So in this space, we're going to have just a handful of segments. We're going to have a topic that um, will most likely change from episode to episode. Um, I'm thinking about some series that will be helpful. But again, I'm going to be tapping into you all as the audience to know what subjects you want to cover, what questions you all may have. Not calling myself an expert. There will be zero times um, in this podcast that I will call myself an expert in something. But I do want to be a facilitator of a conversation that I think is very important and very necessary. So that's the goal. Um, I plan to do some giveaways, especially to those who help me um, start with building and generating this audience. So I'm starting from scratch here, people. I'm starting with spreading the word on my own personal social media We have the at Made For You podcast, social media, Instagram. We have the Gmail for you to email in your questions if that's something you're more comfortable with. I'm just trying to create the space, like I said. Um, But really with building this audience, it's going to take a lot of support from you all. So I thank you in advance. Um, And I plan to thank you, obviously, with my appreciation verbally, but I also really want to do giveaways. So if you are a person who has already given me a shout out on your social media, thank you. Um, For those who have already followed, thank you. Um, I have a good handful of people from different parts of my life who are already in super support of this podcast, and I'm so grateful for that. I can't do it without you. Um, And so the giveaways will be something that I do just to show my appreciation um, in a way that's different from words of affirmation or verbally expressing my appreciation. Um, So if you have to send me a screenshot of you sending the podcast to someone else. If you want to call me on three-way while you tell somebody else about the podcast, that will count as a share. Um, So I'll have a separate um, video and announcement on what the giveaway looks like. But I really, like I said, I'm building the audience from the ground. So I really do need um, your support and I appreciate that in advance. 
Um, in addition to that, at the beginning of the podcast, I'll likely just start off with any announcements, shout outs, things like that. Um, and then we're going to dive in with Dom. And that's where we start talking about the topic of the day. Today, it's episode one, and we're talking about healthy relationships uh, throughout the entire podcast. To me, like I studied sociology and human development, later on got my master's in education, um, and I just know through healthy discourse and sometimes disagreements, it's really, really, really important to have a common definition or a common understanding of what you're talking about, or else the argument is going to keep going in circles or... You know, you just want to make sure that you're on the same page. So today, episode one, we'll be discussing what the definition of healthy relationships um, looks like and know that it looks different for different individuals. Um, But that's the topic of today. Um, Then we're going to dive into some other fun segments that I have planned. Also, I'm going to need you to bear with me on one of them because I'm going to be doing a live call and that person has no idea that I'm calling them. (laughs) So that is either going to be amazing or we're going to get voicemail and then we're going to just keep it pushing. So I'm trying to be very transparent with you all about what this um, space is going to look like, because like I said, I want your feedback. I want your input on how this space will be shaped. Um, And so, yeah, I'm just super excited and I appreciate that you all are here. Like this is, we're doing it. There's things that are being done and we are doing them. Um, Yeah, so let's get started. Uh, Well, actually, before we get started, shout out to this ice pack because it's hot and I don't know if it's this light or the sun. I don't know, but. Shout out to this ice pack because it's holding it down. Um, I guess I'll put my water on this side. Any hoosies, now let's get started. Um, healthy love, <laughs> how do we define it? Um, I have a working definition, and if you don't know what that means, essentially, it's subject to change uh, based on the conversations had in this space and just, you know, general understanding. So this definition will likely change over time, but what I have come up with in terms of what is healthy love, um, it is a connection to oneself or to others that is based on mutual respect, compassion, empathy, and self-awareness. Um, and I think I know that there are plenty of other things that contribute to healthy love and healthy relationships, whether it be with yourself or with others. Um, But I wanted to focus on those things specifically because I think those are the foundation um, and they're not optional, (laughs) um, at least in my understanding of what is healthy. Um, So I came up with um, just a quick five top things that a healthy love has. Um, The first of which is self-awareness. I don't believe that you can love someone else fully unless you love yourself first. And that comes with getting to know what's important to you. What are your values? Um, How do you want your future to look like? Um, I think that ties in a bit with compatibility even, but you can't gauge compatibility with another person until you truly know what's important to you. Um, So I start there. 
You also have to know what activates you or what triggers you. I use the word activate instead of trigger because trigger can be a trigger. That's a different conversation. Um, But you have to know what activates you so that you can let other people know, like, if we go down this road, this is how that makes me feel. Um, So just being aware of what activates you is super important in the context of communicating with other people. Um, You have to know what brings you joy. You have to know uh, what your love languages are. Um, I read that book actually back in college. Um, So for those who don't know me super personally, I grew up um, on the East Coast, went to university um, over on the East Coast and spent some time in like interpersonal relationships classes. And one of the books we read was The Five Love Languages. And let me tell you, I was obsessed. I was obsessed. Um, I took the quiz for single people, for married people, because I wanted to know if the results were different. I've taken it in almost every single romantic relationship that I've had um, since then, because I think it's really important to think about how you as an individual receives love and how you as an individual tend to give love and how that love is then received by the other person in the relationship or other people in the relationship. Um, And so if you haven't read it or if you're not familiar with the concept, uh, Gary Chapman, his book, The Five Love Languages, highly recommend it just to get to know yourself and what's important in terms of how you receive and give love. Um, And I believe that that's a very important part of healthy love because someone can be giving you and showering you with all the gifts in the world. But if your primary love language is quality time, you want them to be home with you and they can send you however many gifts and however many Amazon packages, but you're still not going to feel truly fulfilled or loved in that relationship unless they are spending quality time with you. So I think at the root, again, of being able to know yourself and self-awareness, a part of that is knowing how love is given and received inside of your relationship um, or relationships, I should say. Um, There are just also things you have to be aware of when you're seeking the relationship. And so um, just making sure that you take time to get to know yourself first is just so important. Uh, So that was number one. The second thing that I feel is essential to healthy love um, is boundaries. Say it with me now, boundaries. (laughs) Um, And I feel like sometimes boundaries can feel like a dirty word. Boundaries. Well, let's do a little ASMR. Boundaries. That's just me whispering. That's not ASMR, but you see my point. Um, (laughs) I'm focused. Um, Being able to say clearly, This is where my lines are drawn. This is where I'm comfortable. And not to say that you can't ever step out of your comfort zone. I'm not advocating for that. Um, But just making sure that you clearly have outlined, these are my boundaries. Um, So maybe this is a time boundary. After six o'clock, I'm turning off my work phone. I close my laptop and now it's time to focus on me. It's time to focus on the people that I love. Um, So maybe it's a time boundary. Um, maybe it's a frequency boundary and how much time you can spend with a specific person. Um, I know I have quite a few of these and they're not aware of it. (laughs) You know, it's not something that you always have to advertise, uh, at least in my perspective. I can just say, you know, I only have so much capacity and so I can see this person mm, twice a month, max. 
And maybe that's too much for you. It just depends. Um, but you know, being able to say, I love this person and I know that they love me and I want to keep them in my lives, but I just cannot talk to them every single day like I used to because the energy feels negative or I always feel like I'm giving more than what I'm receiving. Whatever the reason may be, you have the right to say, this is my boundary. Um, And like I said, it's not always something that you have to advertise to the other person, but um, I highly encourage boundaries in that way. Um, Another way boundaries can show up in healthy love is just by definition of what the relationship looks like. Um, That can go two different directions with that. One is like defining the romantic relationship. Like, is that your man or do y'all just, mm, you know, that's a boundary that you need to be aware of. Um, And then the second one, even just inside of your friendships are, um, or is rather the ability to say, This is my best friend. This is my friend. This is an acquaintance. This is somebody who I just go get drinks with after work sometimes. Like being able to put people into different buckets, basically, and having those clear definitions allows you to set healthy and very clear expectations. If you know someone is just your acquaintance, you're probably not going to give them all of your tea. But you know, if it's your best friend, you have established trust with this person. You know that they're not going to go spread your business on Twitter. Like that is maybe the person who you can be more vulnerable with rather than the person who you sometimes go get drinks with when they decide to text you back, you know? So Creating those clear boundaries and understanding the definition of those relationships allows you to know where you stand with people and lets people know where they stand with you. Do you hear me? Okay. Oh, I need a water break. (laughs) I'm struggling. Here we go. The third thing. So thus far, we said self-awareness. We said boundaries. Next up is communication. And I know that you were probably already anticipating this. You were probably expecting for it to be the first thing that I said. Um, But communication is not something that you can ignore when it comes to having healthy love. It comes with transparency. Um, I've myself, oh, this breeze feels so good. I'm so happy I opened the door because I was, I was going to be on the struggle bus if I didn't. Yes. Amazing. Um, Y'all, I'm sorry. I'll stay focused from this point forward until I can't, but I'm going to try. Anyways, where was I? Communication, transparency. Oh, right. So I know for myself, if I'm in a particular mood and it happens sometimes, you know, we're human. We have emotions. Sometimes you catch an attitude. At least I do. I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I catch an attitude. So in order for me to show up as my best self and make sure that I'm embodying a healthy love, I believe it's my job to let a person know, hey, I'm in this mood right now. I have this attitude. I just want you to be aware Like what I'm feeling right now is not connected to you or anything that you've done. Like I'm just going to go take 10 real quick. I'm just going to go make myself some tea. I'm going to go watch a show or I'm going to go take a shower and light a candle, whatever it is, um, just to be able to get myself right so that I can show up as my best self inside of this love. Um, But a part of that is being able to communicate that to the other person, which then goes back to the self-awareness part, because there's definitely moments where 
um, you may not know that you have an attitude or that you're giving certain vibes. Um, so being aware and then being able to communicate that um, is very important. Um, next step, we have compatibility. And I know I touched on that a little bit earlier. So we have self-awareness, we have boundaries, communication. <clears throat> and next up, we're going to talk about compatibility. Um, and compatibility when it comes to healthy love is important in a way that it's important to you. Meaning compatibility is not always going to feel like a priority to other people. You know, some people believe that opposites attract. And if that works for you, hey, I'm not here to knock it. But in my perspective, compatibility matters to the extent to which it matters to you. Maybe, let me just use a romantic relationship as an example. Maybe one romantic partner is super into sports and being athletic and going hiking, and I <laughs> am not. So that person being my romantic partner, we would have to come to an understanding of like, is this really a priority? Do you actually want me to go hiking with you once a week or jogging with you in the morning? Like, is this actually an issue? Or is it okay if I go do something else during that time? Like, are you going to take that personally? Is that, again, feeding back into that self-awareness? Is quality time one of your love languages? And would you feel some type of way if I decide to stay home and catch up on my shows rather than going on a hike with you? Like, that's really what's at the basis of this argument in this moment, right? So, again, that self-awareness, that communication, um, and the air of compatibility there. So being able to say yes with your words, it's important that my romantic partner also enjoys going on hikes and being athletic and doing all the stuff that Dominique doesn't like to do. <laughs> um, or it could 100% be the opposite, you know? No, I don't care if my romantic partner joins me in all of these um, activities or doesn't join me on my Saturday morning hike. That's not important to me, you know? So being able to say, again, the compatibility is based upon how important it is to you. But that is a question that you have to ask yourself because what you cannot do is say it doesn't matter and then start building resentment towards your romantic partner who is doing their nails instead of going hiking with you. I know that I feel, I sound like I'm in my feelings right now. Like this is a real example. I promise you it's not. Um, <laughs> I promise you it's not a real example. I'm just, you know, I'm using myself because I don't like to hike. Um, I'll hike eventually, but I'm not there yet. I have to like get into the mindset. But anyway, I bring this up in the context of compatibility and making sure that you hold yourself accountable to sharing how you actually feel about finding common interests with your romantic partner or even just your friends um, so that you're not secretly or unconsciously building resentment towards that other person. Like if you're going to communicate one thing, yes, you're able to change your mind, but make sure that whatever you're communicating is honest to you and how you actually feel in the moment. Um, so I'll leave that there. <laughs> Let's see if my brain is going to work. So first we said self-awareness. Then we said boundaries. 
Then we said communication. Then we said compatibility. Is this like an acronym? Somebody in the comments, can we make an acronym out of this? Last one, reflection. Um, whenever I'm in a job interview and they ask me what one of my strengths are, I always say reflection because it's true. Um, I spend a lot of time in my head <laughs> um, in writing and just processing the world around me. I do. Um, I really value reflection. And I think that, again, on the list of things that are a part of healthy love, I think reflection has to be one of them that I list. Um, it gives you time to think. It gives you time to grow. And so I think it connects very closely to that self-awareness piece. Um, but it also allows you as an individual to say, you know, I'm lacking in this one area and I want to improve. But you can't get there unless you're thinking about that, unless you're reflecting on where you are or where you have been. So taking that time to learn from past mistakes um, and even learn from the past positive experiences, right? Um, a future episode that I want to do is talking about this like culture of discussing red flags, um, which listen, very necessary also. Uh, but again, I want this space to focus on the green flags. Raise your hand if you've heard of a green flag, y'all. We always talk about the toxicity, but are we talking about the things that we should look for? Okay. Um, like I said, that's a later episode. So tune into that one as well. Um, but being able to reflect on not only past mistakes, but reflect on the things that went well in the past and try those again. You know, I was watching um, a video about someone expressing how they had been hurt so many times in the past from former relationships, romantic relationships. And that they were told basically that they love too hard or that they do too much. Um, and that person was almost encouraged to like tone down their love. But with their current partner, who they are now married to, they were, their current partner was more receptive to all the things that their past partners called extra. So it's like, don't, you shouldn't have to tone down how you love. Um, it's just, are you loving the right person? That's the question. Um, so just being able to think and reflect on the past, um, you know, I think it also, as I mentioned, brings space of change and growth because love is not stagnant. Humans are not stagnant. We're not meant to be. We are meant to be dynamic and change over time. Um, your values may change over time. Your convictions may change over time. Your perspectives, the things that you enjoy, the things that bring you joy, all of these things are allowed to change over time. You're allowed to change your mind, right? Um, but in terms of healthy love, connecting it back to what we're talking about, you have to be reflective on those things so that you can show up in your love in the way that is productive for all of them, all of the people who are involved. Um, so let's see if I can try to do this in my head again. Self-awareness, S. What did I say? I'm trying not to look at my nose. Self-awareness. Boundaries. Sb. We're off to a bad start. We're off to a very bad start. SB. Um, <laughs> communication, compatibility, and reflection. Yeah, I don't really foresee an acronym in the future. Maybe we'll switch it up. Anyway, those are the five things that I believe are super um, essential when it comes to a healthy love. Other words, I took it upon myself to just make a list of other words 
that come to mind when I think of healthy love? Trust, fun, functional, please. (laughs) Safe, affectionate, secure, comfort, freedom, and lastly, therapized. Ooh, raise your hand if you are therapized. Um, That just means that you are in therapy. You are under the care of a therapist and that therapist therapizes you. Um, So, you know, follow, just just made a new word. Um, So those are the things that come to mind for me. I believe, again, the root of healthy relationships is the relationship that you have with yourself first. And that involves being therapized, at least for myself. I can say that um, I heavily advocate that for other people as well. But again, I'll just speak for myself at the moment. Um, So those are my top five and just some other words that are associated. Um, Yeah, that is how I, in this moment, because like I said, working definition, that is how I would define healthy love. All right, we are now going to transition into what I think is going to be my favorite segment. It's called Dom Dials. Um, so I'm going to call a person and they have no idea, like I, they have no idea that I'm about to call them, um, which means we might mess around and get a voicemail. So <laughs> be ready for that. Um, but if we, even if we do get their voicemail, we're just going to continue on with what we have planned. Um, but hopefully they'll answer. Um, I got to let them know that I'm recording as my friend in my last video let me know. Don't want to get sued. Okay. Um, Yeah. So let's dial. The question of the day is how do you define healthy love or what does healthy love mean to you? Um, So let's see what this person thinks. See if we get an answer. (laughs) Oh, this is nerve wracking. Hello? Oh my God, I saw your podcast. Oh, I saw, I saw the thing that you posted on Instagram. Girl, thank you. Thank you. Speaking of podcast, I'm currently filming and you are being recorded. <laughs> do, I, do I have your permission to record you responding to the question of the day? Yes. Oh Guys. My God. I'm, I'm gonna say something crazy. No, you're not. No, you're not. I trust your answer. We have this type of conversation all the time. Um, so basically I'm gonna give you two minutes just to speak on your heart. And if I have follow-up questions, I'll just go through with that. Um, do you want me to let the callers let the callers? You are the caller. Do you want me to let the audience know your name or do you wanna stay anonymous? Oh, I'm gonna say anonymous for now, and then they can know they can know my name depending on how I put when I say a super five. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right, so caller, you are anonymous right now. All right, caller, the question of the day. I'm sorry. I'm shut up. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. All right, caller, the question of the day. How do you define healthy love? Oh my. Gosh, you want me to answer that? Oh my, on the spot. On the spot. Healthy, healthy love. Oh my, I can, oh, I feel like I could go on a tangent. Okay, try to sum it up. Okay, healthy love, I would say, at its core, mm-hmm. is 
trust mm. uh-huh, and honesty. Like, is there a specific aspect or you just want my opinion? I just want your opinion. Okay. So the core of healthy love, like between like, you know what? It doesn't even matter if it's like a partner or if it's your the love for your friends or family. Like love at its core is, is, um, is, is trust. And that's trust in your ability to be vulnerable Ooh. with them. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much just trust. Because I feel like when you say you trust someone, you're like, oh, like, I trusted you not to betray me or hurt me. But, like, my ability to for me to open up as well and you not judge me for opening up in any sort of way. It's also, I think, healthy love is built on honesty. Mm-hmm. Like, because I know sometimes when you, like, when people have conversations, they try, they, they hold back and stuff. But, like, I think the key to healthy love is just being, like, this is just being honest. And when I say be honest, I don't be mean. mean. No, honesty doesn't have to be brutal. Ooh. But on, honest, like, don't hold back certain things because you think it could hurt someone's feelings. Think it's important to share every aspect of how you're feeling if you're ever in that situation where you are sharing your feelings or your opinion. Um, because if you're afraid, I feel like if you're afraid to, you know, fully be honest and open with someone about your opinions and how you feel, that in a way is you fearing your ability to be vulnerable with that person. And if you have that fear, then you know, I feel like the healthy love can get tainted in a way, you know. Facts. Yeah, you have to be fully open and honest because I think if you're not, even if it's not even something crazy big, but it's just like, you know, you don't want to, I guess, build a foundation on mis, like misconceptions or misinterpretations of what's there. You know? Right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I would say that's a nice little shortened package of it. I think healthy love is the ability to be vulnerable. Yes. You better yes. preach, anonymous caller. Anonymous caller. I'm doing great. You can give me a name. You can give me a name. Okay, I can give her a name. Everybody, this is my friend, Brandy. Hi. <laughs> um, I met Brandy my junior year of high school when I moved, so... We go way back, like Cadillacs. I love this girl. Um, (laughs) Brandy, can you please just confirm to the listeners that I did not give you any type of warning? You had no idea I was calling. Oh, you did not give me a warning, ma'am. Oh, she did not give me a warning. Y'all, y'all listen. Y'all listen to me. I just finished an 18 hour stream. I'm in bed snuggled up. Oh, I saw sorry. a call from my best friend. I said, wait a minute, let me see what my friend see what my friend had to say. Let me see what my friend got to say. And then she like, oh, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm like, well shit, I should have ignored the call. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You know, I'm so happy that you answered. You are the first person that I called. Um, the segment is called Dom Dials. So you were just the first person that you know is a victim to me calling without warning so oh my god I love it (laughs) yes I appreciate your time I love your very thoughtful answer um and I will chat with you later I'm gonna wrap up this episode okay I can't wait to see the episode I can't wait to see it it. (laughs) thank you enjoy your nap I'll talk later thank you bye bye Bye. (laughs) success 
Um, hopefully you all could hear her. Um, but yeah, that's my girl. I knew that she would have something very insightful to say. Um, yes, that was Dom Dials. What is healthy love? You heard it here first from my friend from high school, Brandy. Love is being able to be vulnerable. It is being able to trust um, and being able to communicate. She was essentially just repeating some of the other stuff that I was saying earlier. So I love to hear that, you know, I'm not making this all up. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for tuning in to Dom Dials. We are now going to transition into um, our closing. So typically during um, the podcast, we're going to have another segment called Dish to Dom. And that's where I'm going to be taking like Q&As or advice questions or just general, you want to say hi to me type of questions from social media. So either Instagram or on the YouTube page, whatever it may be. Um, I'm going to be collecting, you know, some Q&As. What are your opinions? I want to do some polls to see which percentage of my listeners feel a, a specific uh, type away about a specific topic. So that one's called Dish to Dom. Uh, we're not going to do it today, clearly, because it's episode one and I don't have any questions that have been asked yet, but best believe there will be some later. Okay. Um, yeah. So we have Dish to Dom and super looking forward to that. Um, just to give you a little sneakity peekity into some future episodes, um, some other topics I want to discuss. I want to talk about love at first sight. You know, when it comes to healthy love, and love at first sight. What does that look like? Does it exist? Does it not? I don't know. Let's talk about it. Um, I also want to talk about rushing in relationships and other people rushing you into relationships. Like not, okay, hello, squirrel. Um, not specifically my family, but I do know people's families who are like, um, you about to be 30. Where are my grandkids at? You know, so rushing in a relationship and or other people rushing you into relationships and what that looks like in terms of healthy love, um, compromising your friends for romantic relationships. That one's probably going to get a little bit personal. Forgiveness. I studied sociology in college um, and started off with psychology. So we're going to talk about attachment styles. Um, we're going to talk about gender roles and I'm just so excited. We're going to talk about relationships and mental health. We're going to talk about a lot of things here in the context of healthy love, because like I said, this is honestly just based on a foundational understanding that we all deserve love that is healthy, romantic or otherwise. Um, so again, we're going to wrap up here. I hope some of those topics seemed interesting to you. If not, that's okay. Um, because I will be collecting some insight from you all as listeners. What all do you want to hear? Please, please, please make sure that you're responsive to the polls online. Follow at Made For You Podcast on Instagram for those polls, um, being able to give your insight into potential topics for the podcast, um, your Q&As, your advice questions, not again, I'm not anybody's expert. I'm not claiming that, but you know, I can provide some insight from my own perspective. That's what I can do. Um, I trust myself to do that. <laughs> um, so follow the socials, like, comment, subscribe. I am so excited to dive in with you. Um, again, this space is for healthy love for all, and it is made for you. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, thank you.